For the last month or so, we have been on a sermon series that we are finishing today called Birthday Party. This is a series we began on our church anniversary, marking 75 years since the founding of St. Simon's Presbyterian here on St. Simon's Island. Each week over the course of this past month, we have looked to the scriptures and to the stories of our own church to consider the places and ways that God has been present, both in our past, in our present, and in our future. We began with 75 years of faith, and then 75 years of fellowship, and then mission, and then last week, 75 years of worship. Today, though, I want to take a slightly different tack and talk instead a little bit about feet. If you want to know who you are, Frederick Buechner once said, watch your feet. For where your feet take you, that is who you are. You know, feet, I think, in our culture and time get an awfully unfair rap. We tend to look at our own feet or the feet of others and think that they're too big, too small, too wide in my case, too smelly, too ugly. Some of our feet don't work quite how we want them to. Some of our feet have not worked quite how we want them to in a long time. It's considered a slam if someone in our society tells us to stop staring at our feet. You're being lazy. But what's interesting to me is time and again when I turn to the Gospels, I see Jesus talking about feet. He doesn't necessarily use the word directly, but when you read between the lines over and over, Jesus is going out on his feet to love, to serve, to heal He's going, he's doing, and in the process, too, he is sending all of us. And when you think about it, the only way Jesus goes about that work is by using his feet. And likewise, the only way we can follow is by using our own. It's almost as if Jesus in the Gospels is saying, you know, if you want to get a sense of how you're doing in the discipleship department, watch your feet. Someone pointed me last week to a sermon that was actually preached just last Sunday at the Duke Chapel by the Reverend Dr. Luke Powery, the dean of Duke Chapel there in Durham. It was a sermon titled Servant Followers. In this sermon, he talks about how Jesus doesn't call leaders, he calls followers. And yet we are living in a time where we are obsessed with the word leadership, There are books on leadership, there are centers for leadership. We send our kids to institutions of higher learning, which we might pause to note, Duke is certainly the finest of in the entire state of North Carolina. To learn what? And to be what? Leaders. Powery, though, talks about that's not what Jesus is up to. Jesus is not calling leaders, he is calling followers. As I listened to his sermon, it occurred to me, you know, the instruments that God gives us to follow Jesus and to serve in his name are our feet. Where our feet takes us tells us a lot about who we are. It's true of us individually, but it's also, I think, true of us as a church. So what does a church that's been following Jesus for 75 years see when they look at their feet? What does our church see? when we look 
at our feet, right? Close your eyes if you want to. Imagine our church with legs and, and shoes, maybe size 12, 12 disciples. I stayed up too late watching the Braves, and I didn't even get to the end. I'm a little slap happy. What do we see as a church when we look at our feet? You know, the first thing that came to my mind was a mess. In my mind, I saw an absolute mess on the social hall floor. That's what I first imagined. I'm talking chunks of brownies, spaghetti noodles, spilled tea. If anyone here has ever been to a Wednesday night dinner in our church, you might notice that that is typically the condition of the floor as soon as all the tables are taken up. What a beautiful mess, a holy mess. I think I thought of that image because there is a sight that marks people who came together as the body of Christ to break bread. What do we see as a church when we look at our feet? The other thing I saw was, you know, those little um, things that you have a handle on and then it's got the little picker-uppers at the end, right? When I thought about what our church sees at their feet, I, I sort of saw one of those reaching out and picking up a beer bottle out of the marsh that had been thrown off the causeway doing work with Keep Going Niles Beautiful. What do you see? I see a mop working the floor of Manor House after serving lunch yet another Monday. I see legs that are splayed out on the roof of a habitat home as a hand nails in another nail into the shingles. What do we see when we look at our feet as a church. I see two pairs of feet walking through an inch of standing seawater in the nursery of a neighbor's home following Hurricane Irma, showing up to help muck out what was left in its wake. I see all of these feet not only leading us in worship today, but scurrying around the church, including at vacation Bible school, maybe going out to the playground, and in turn, of course, all of the parents here also see those same feet an hour later, dumping about a pound of sand from that playground into our car floors. I see all the places that we are sent out of here as a church to serve and love others in the name of Jesus Christ. I see the well-worn carpet in the media centers of Altama and Goodyear Elementary Schools as mentors show up to teach and be friends to young people in our community. I see hot asphalt streets of Charlotte, North Carolina and smooth stone alleyways in ancient Jerusalem. I see the dusty threshold of a doorway in Malawi and I see the soccer ball on a green field high up in the mountains of Honduras at Montaña de Luz. I see the cold floor of a women's prison, and I see the cool tiles at the base of our baptismal font. I see feet trying to find steady ground there in the memorial garden as they bury the ashes of a loved one. And I see all the shoes slowly shuffling forward in the reception line that follows not far behind. I think I wanted to end this sermon series by talking about feet, because it is the view at our feet that tells the story of our church, of 75 years of faith 
and fellowship and mission and worship, 75 years of following Jesus Christ here at St. Simon's Presbyterian. Now, we have not always done it perfectly. We have not always done it with grace. I dare say for as often as we have faithfully followed to those places Jesus is leading, we have also entirely missed the mark. But ultimately, it is each of our feet and the places we are led on them that tell the story of who we are. You know, I was thinking as the kids were leading us in worship, two things. One, I shouldn't preach too long. And two, I was kind of missing the children's moment that normally we have in worship. Of course, our entire worship today is a children's moment, but I was thinking about a pastor once who did a children's moment, and he committed the cardinal sin of doing children's moments. He asked an open-ended question. He got all the children seated there on the chancel, and he asked them, what is your favorite part of church? And one little girl's arms shot up. Before he could even call on her, she shouted out, leaving That pastor, hours later, after the blood had sort of drained back from his face and safely ensconced there on the couch at home, he was thinking about that little girl's response, and he realized she was right. Leaving really is the best part of church. We come into the presence of God for the purpose of leaving. We come so that we can go out and serve Christ by serving others. We come so that we can go and follow. And as all of our children have shown us today, and as the prophet Isaiah foretold all those years ago, where we go, we will be led by a child. So where do we go from here? Not just individually, but where do we go as a church? Where do we go in the next hour, the next day, the next year, the next decades? I don't know. But together, if we watch our feet I think we'll figure it out pretty soon. In the name of the one who leads us this day and always, amen.